This is the voice of Carnage, and you are listening to Carnage Cast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Carnage Cast episode 53. I'm Tyler, and with me today is yet another member of the Carnage staff making his podcasting, his Carnage Cast debut because he's a veteran podcaster. It's Ray. Hi, everybody. Hi, Ray. Hi. So, Ray. Yes. It's late September. Mm hmm. People are anxious to know more about this year's Carnage Convention. Well, I mean, the book's going to be coming out soon, so yes. everybody should be excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I already know some people that are waiting with bated breath. In other words, they've been hitting me with emails and asking me consistently when it's coming out. Um, this year is our second year at the Killington Grand Resort. Yep. And um, it's going to be on uh, November 7th through 9th this year. Uh, the first full weekend of November. As is tradition. As is tradition, yes. A little over a month away now, and, uh, well, things are shaping up really well. It was a lot of, it felt like a lot of work to get to this point, but now we're sort of, everything's locked in and we're cruising towards the, the weekend. I feel a lot better about what we've accomplished. I agree. It's definitely, um, having been on the, uh, the board for, a while now and helping out with this it's definitely this time of year comes to a kind of a, a cruise mode where we've gotten the book out to the printer we're waiting for it to come back to be able to send out to everybody um, and start you know having people send in their um, what they want to do for games you yeah. know their, their schedules and stuff like that and it's out of our hands now it's, uh, it's yeah the, the activities shifted from our side where nobody could see it to everybody who's getting the book and thinking about coming they have to do their whole re- the registration dance, and we're like, everything's fine. Yeah, Just send the, send them those forms on in. That'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. And and that's um, it's definitely a weight off the shoulders to some extent. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, there's also that anticipation of we're coming up on the weekend, and as staff members, you know, there's still a lot to do as the weekend starts to make sure that everybody has the best possible time that they can. Mm-hmm. And um, that's Honestly, where I really like to, to jump in is, is to make sure that, you know, each person is having the best time that we can logically provide for them. You know, there's going to be a lot of running around to do then, you know, between Snowshed, between the main mm-hmm. building, and uh, hopefully everything runs smooth and, you know, we all look like, you know, ducks. Calm on the surface and our feet paddling a lot underneath. Yeah, still calm out, still pond outside. A raging turmoil on the inside. Exactly. But we hide it well. Yes. And that's not to say that there isn't still stuff to do, because Rod, uh, Carnage staff member Rod, is going to be doing a lot of the data entry as forms come in. He finds it very relaxing. So that's his still pond moment. Yeah. Just doing the data entry. He likes that. Tom Dorman will be um, uh, assembling registration packets the, the, the weekend before the convention. He right. He watches a lot of football during that, as I understand. Yeah, well, you know... Watching football is a good way to relax. So all that's happening. The, uh, the convention book is either going to post at the same time as this episode or shortly thereafter or shortly before, ideally within uh, this, ideally all within the same time frame, but we'll, we'll see how all the moving parts come together. Yes. Um, and inside the book is basically everything that's happening at the convention. There's going to be board games. There's going to be uh, card games of collectible and non-collectible varieties. Uh, um, people, uh, miniatures in, we have two miniature genres, fantasy and historical. And then we have role-playing games, of course. 
Now, as Carnage staff, we can't really give a lot away. But yeah, I, it's... <laughs> the GMs, they, they like to... Sh uh, our GMs like to share what they're running. So right. people have already been posting to the Carnage Facebook group about what they're going to run or what they're looking to, looking to get into. And I don't think it's going to surprise anybody to say that we have stuff like um, Magic Tournaments and Legend of the Five Rings. Right. As the card game... Uh, it, Arena has been showing a resurgence in the last couple of years. Yes, definitely. Particularly with Netrunner coming on online. Actually, that's one of the things I'm really excited about is actually the increase in the LCGs because we haven't had a lot of them at Carnage in the past. Mm -hmm. And uh, we definitely took a focus on it this year to try to have some more there this year. And I'm really hoping that they pick up well because they seem to be picking up well in general, not just, you know, at Carnage, but in general in the gaming world mm -hmm. so i'm hoping that they catch on really well at carnage and i'm actually really looking forward to seeing people playing those games and seeing the numbers for those games i hope so too i i, I like what's on the schedule and i have to say as a, a call of cthulhu player i really hope that we can start to include that and then grow the audience in the in future years as well if anybody wants to play this year come find me at the snowshed desk i will have decks Fair enough. If anybody wants to teach me the Game of Thrones one, because I own it, but I haven't played it yet, I've only kind of looked over the rules, then I will be more than willing to uh, play along with you and, you know, increase the exposure to it as much as we can. Mm -hmm. That's sort of half your wheelhouse this year, right? Is the, car the whole card game sphere? Yeah, no. Um, in the past, I've worked on uh, RPGs uh, and helping out with that. Um, but this year I really wanted to take a stab at the CCGs uh, and card games in general. It's where I started. Uh, I started playing Magic. That's how I got into gaming. Uh, and all my gaming interest has expanded from there. That's mm -hmm. actually the reason why I went to the, the first Carnage that I went to was because I was going to play Magic. And I didn't do anything else but play Magic that weekend. And since then, I have expanded and expanded and expanded what I do, and I don't think there's a single thing at Carnage that I haven't participated in, at least a single genre. Mm -hmm. I've gone from LARPs to historical miniatures and everything in between. Mm -hmm. uh, so I uh, still have my ear to the ground in the CCG community, and I'm actually looking really forward to, uh, Rod and I kind of both did it this year, mm -hmm. but going forward, uh, next year, hopefully, uh, if everybody agrees, then I will be taking it over solely and uh, I will be in charge of getting us all the wonderful CCGs and LCGs and various other card games that we do and having those run. So. I will be excited to badger you about Call of Cthulhu. I'm sure you will be. <laughs> Somebody is going to play this game with me. Um... Yes, and uh, I, I, I work on the role-playing game area myself. I feel like the RPGs have been growing consistently in the last couple of years, and I don't think I'd be wrong in saying this may be one of the biggest years ever, at least in my experience. Uh, Pathfinder's been growing. I, it's no secret that there's going to be Pathfinder there. Right. And then uh, we've got a lot of great uh, ind independent publishers who are, and designers who have their own projects that they're bringing. Uh, some mainstays are... I, put their own hands in the, in the design field and they're going to be trying things out. Looking forward to hearing about that. Definitely. And uh, just, it's a, we have a great breadth and depth this year. Some people really st stepped up to the, uh, to the Wild West challenge and other people stepped up to their own personal challenges of their preferred genres. And I think it's, we got a really nice selection this year. Really yeah. proud of it. Mm. Mm -hmm. Do we have much for the new D&D &D that's come out? 
we are working on that. We do have some. Uh, okay. It, D &D, the, the whole organized play format is still coalescing. Like gotcha. Wizards announced it at Gen Con, and there hasn't there was that was right up against our deadlines. Right. right. So we, we we made space for it, and we're hoping that uh, the materials that come out match everybody's expectations. Oh, fair enough. Fair but enough. it's going to be a, a year of exploration for everybody with D and D five. Well, that's good. You know, for everybody is a good thing. Then. Mm -hmm. We got some great people uh, who are coming back to run it, though, and I'm I'm happy we're able to make that work. That's good. So, Ray, you mentioned earlier that this is our second year at Killington. Yes. Last year, we went in not really knowing what to expect. It was another year of figuring things out and exploring, and I think we all we all learned some valuable lessons about yes. Killington. Yes, some, definitely some valuable lessons about Killington last year. So let's just set the scene for uh, pe people who didn't make it last year or who maybe have never been to Killington before. Um, Killington is a mountain ski resort. It is a mountain town, literally on the side of, up to the top of, Killington Peak. Yes. It's um, sort of the south part of central Vermont? Yeah. Mid-Vermont. South, south central. East-west, yeah. but then the south central nor on the north-south axis. Yeah. So, but it's sort of on the spine of the Green Mountains. Oh, it's definitely on the spine of the Green if Mountains. If you're coming from New Hampshire or New York, you are climbing the Green Mountains, and you will be on them when you get to Killington. Yes. I'm setting all this up so that you can picture it's a long drive up the mountain road, and I'm gesturing with the hands, which nobody can see. Uh, <laughs> it's a long drive up that mountain road, and then you are at altitude. Maybe yeah. not Colorado altitude, absolutely, but it's going to no. change the weather. Yeah, it definitely changes the weather. I mean, you know, the beginning of November is, honestly, in Vermont, is generally a crapshoot as far as what the weather's going to be like. But mm -hmm. the higher up in elevation you go, there's pretty much one thing you can be insured of, and that's going, that's, it's going to be cold. Mm -hmm. That being said, last year we did have a little bit of snow up there, mm -hmm. and we are in, our games do happen in two separate buildings. Yes. Unlike in the past, if you had gone to Mori in the past, where everything was self-contained in one building, we are in two separate buildings. There yep. is a bit of walking outside that will have to happen if you are going to be transversing between these two buildings for any reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know there there's there are, there are ways across. Uh, there's a bridge across the the snowmaking yes. pond. Yes, that, that's that's the shortest route. Um, the bridge does accumulate snow, so that may affect your decision too. But you can there's also paths on the other way around, just through across the uh, the pavement. You, uh, it's also possible to drive over and park there at the snowshed. But it's a it's a five to ten minute walk depending on how fast you're moving. But uh, certainly, if, if you need to, driving and parking, parking is an option that some people choose to take advantage of. Yes, and I would suggest if you really don't want to get out in that cold weather or you don't want to lug around your coat, mm -hmm. because that's one thing that's going to happen is you're going to be walking outside and you're not going to want to be out there without a coat on, trust me. And then when you get inside, you're going to be in there with a bunch of people and the temperature is going to slowly start to rise and you're not going to want to be wearing that coat anymore so really it's classic ski resort behavior you're cold outside you come inside you're you're, you're over warm it's it's, it's something exactly to be prepared it. for and and planned for so yeah uh it's two buildings uh there's yes. the, there's the main resort with all the with most of the uh the overnight room the hotel rooms in it yes as well as uh the, the ballrooms where the miniatures and the board games will be uh, the main building also has a restaurant and a convenience store because some, peop uh, some people have rooms that also have kitchenettes, which is pretty cool. Yes, definitely. There's also a restaurant if you just want to grab something to eat, bowls of soup, hamburgers, things like that. And there is an ATM on site. Yep. This is a big plus. And the, the resort building also has your standard hotel stuff like a pool, indoor, outdoor heated. 
Uh, I think there's a spa-like facility. There is a spa-like facility, um, and the pool also has uh, outdoor hot tubs, which mm -hmm. are obviously heated. Um, I noticed some people taking advantage of it last year, um, and we definitely encourage people that are staying at the resort to take full advantage of that because it's actually pretty cool because you can actually swim from the inside to the outside. Right. Um, and back and forth in the heated pool, uh, which I've never personally done it, but I hear it's a spectacular experience. Mm -hmm. pool, the pool's always been really pop pool has been really popular at, uh, at Lake Maury, so I think now that people know it's there, they're going to plan for it. Right. Have their uh, things that they need for that. Now, that's in the main resort, and then there's the snow shed, which we talked about, where uh, role-playing games and card games are going to be this year. Correct. And uh, we are sticking everything on the accessible levels of the building so no one needs to worry ab uh, about that everything can be gotten to accessibly uh and that the snowshed also includes a sort of food court like area and that, like a cafeteria yeah that's the word for a cafeteria like yeah. area it's a very impressive space they had one or two grills going last year and that's it was like breakfast sandwiches in the morning and then hamburgers and sandwiches and, and for the rest of the day right you could also get a beer which i thought was nice yes it didn't was. have to go all the way back to the bar for that those are the function areas of, of the Killington Resort. Uh, there's, as we mentioned, there are hotel rooms in the main lodge, and those are mostly booked up in the moment. You can always call and ask, uh, but by, uh, the reports we're getting through social media are that the few remaining rooms are the higher cost multi-person multi rooms. Yes. Killington also has a number of adjacent condos for rent. Like, uh, I know a number of people just went straight to condo, so they could pack in a lot of people and have home-cooked meals, that sort of thing. Right. And then there are plenty of other places to stay on the mountain or around it because it's a ski town and places are getting into gear. There's somewhere to stay. Exactly. If you're especially crazy, you can do off-season camping at Gifford Woods. Yeah, you have to be a special kind of crazy <laughs> for that. <laughs> bring your own chemical toilet crazy. Yes. <laughs> Please bring a toilet. Don't... Oh, and one more thing about Killington. If, if you do get a room at Killington and you want to get the convention rate, you have to call and ask for it. Tell them you want the Carnage convention rate. Their online system doesn't play nice with convention rates. Just call and ask. Yeah, you're definitely going to have to pick up the phone on that one to get the convention rate. Mm -hmm. They're super friendly folk. That's one of the things I like best about Killington was everybody there was just on they were amazing. friendly. Yeah, they, last year, honestly, they were absolutely positively amazing. I don't think there was a single time when I asked them a question, if they could help us out with something, that I even got a dirty look back. I was, they were, they were going above and beyond. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it was great customer service. There's nothing else to, there's no other way to put it. It was just great customer service. They took care of everything that we asked them to. I know it's because they're trained to, because it's the kind of clientele they're coming through there. I like to think it's because we were really good customers. Well, it's both. <laughs> it's both, honestly, because, you know, I'm sure they get horrible customers. And, you know, it, it wears on you after a while. But over the course of a weekend, if you've got a whole bunch of people there that are absolutely excellent, then they're going to respond excellently back to us. Mm -hmm. It's positive energy all around. That's right. So, uh, food, you know, we've, we've covered lodging. So for food, um, there's an on-site restaurant, there's a convenience store in the resort if, you, mm -hmm. if you're just completely dedicated to staying on-site, not going anywhere for three right. days. Uh, there's also a, a number of, of restaurants and stores up and down the mountain road itself. Yes. Uh, last year, I got to go to the Wobbly Barn. They were celebrating their 50th anniversary, so the place was packed. Right, right. It was good food, though. I enjoyed it. Nice steak. 
And I also got to go to the Inn at the Long Trail, which is sort of an icon of Route 4. Yes, yes, the Inn at the Long Trail is definitely an icon of Route 4. Um, also, uh, last year I got... Uh, I went to Outback Steakhouse. I used to live down in the Killington area, so I knew a lot of the places anyway, so mm -hmm. I knew where I wanted to go. Um, Outback Steakhouse, they do their wood-fired grilled pizzas. Um, so this is not the Outback not, chain? Not, no, it's not the Outback chain. Sorry, it's not Outback Steakhouse. It's Outback Pizza. Um, right, That okay. was my mistake. Uh, the Outback Pizza House uh, is great. Um, it's called Outback because of where the seating for most of the place is. It's actually located Outback. The front of it's a bar. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, if the, you know, Friday night, possibly the bar's going, but I highly doubt there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. It's not going to be a packed bar this time of year, mm -hmm. but the pizza is still excellent. They do it all, uh, fire grilled and all that stuff. It's yep. really good pizza. I, we had the after party there and I thought it was a pretty cool place. It's yeah. sort of, it's semi open cause like they, they use, um, tarpaulins as roofing and then, and sides. So you may need a, a layer or two, but I thought it was a. Yeah. Nice place. Yeah, no, definitely a nice place. And there are other places up there um, that uh, Charities is nice for an actual sit-down right. meal if you want. Um, and there's some other places, too. You know, I definitely encourage people to explore. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you want, you can go online. You can look up, you know, the Killington area. You'll find restaurants up and yeah. down through all there without too much issues. Yeah, I mean, one of the benefits of a place, of an area like Killington is a lot of people have been there, and then they're either posting online or they're... they're tourist bureau like resources right exactly i mean it, killington is known as aspen east so it's it gets a lot of business so mm -hmm. just uh even if you're just when you're going up the mountain road keep an eye out for what, what looks open again it's the beginning of the season not everything's up and running but at the same time it makes it easier to get a table it does it definitely makes it easier to get a table so to, to sum up ray carnage is carnage is coming up soon yes uh, it's 2014 it's a fistful of carnage happening in Killington on November 7th through the 9th. Right. Uh, Killington is accessible not only from places, points within Vermont, but also eastern New York or in the, in the Albany Capital District area, New Hampshire. We, people are coming up from Massachusetts, uh, other Connecticut, other points in New England, even Maine. We have a GM coming from like Orono, Maine or the Orono Bangor neighborhood. Right, right. Yeah, no, it's definitely accessible. Um, it's central... It really is, what, like we said earlier, it is uh, South Central Vermont for all practical purposes. It's right smack dab in the middle of Route 4 going east to west mm -hmm. in the state of Vermont. Um, and then a little bit in the, uh, the the southern aspect of the state there. There's other stuff to do in the neighborhood if not everybody in the family wants to play games. Right. You can go, you can visit the, the Long Trail Brewery. Uh, there's shopping in, in places like Rutland and Woodstock and Queechee. Yep. Uh, there are historical sites, there's museums, uh, nature facilities. Uh, there's lots of stuff to do in the neighborhood. And again, if people just want to hang out in a heated pool, that's not bad either. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. And you know, staying in the rooms last year, it's not that bad sitting in the room either. No, I'm, I'm, I'm staying off site this year, I'm going to miss that room. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you actually, so. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's coming up soon, but when this episode posts, it'll probably be about uh, a month to go if yep. you're listening to it after that. Get to, get to CarnageCon.com, download the registration book, and check out what's on available and see if it, decide if you're going to come or not. Yeah. And let us know. Register in advance. Highly recommended. Definitely recommended to register in advance. Mm -hmm. Get to have a first choice, have a second choice for what you want to play, because uh, it's good to have options. Yes. Second choices are very important. Mm-hmm. 
So come to carnagecon.com for the book uh, to, for more news. The math trade is coming up. Maybe an opportunity yes. to swap games with folks. Um, there will be more episodes of Carnage Cast for you to listen to in the meantime to, to whet your appetite. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash carnagecon. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash carnagecon. You should look for us on iTunes or subscribe with your favorite podcatcher by visiting carnagecon.com slash carnagecast and copying the feed link there. Ray, closing thoughts? Well, I hope to see a lot of people there that have come in the past, and I hope to see a lot of new faces, too, at Carnage this year. Um, you know, we've got the, the larger, more space for people to stay mm -hmm. um, than we've had in the past, and I'm really looking forward to another excellent year of Carnage. I am. I am, too. I'm looking forward to it. I, I want more people to come and see what makes Carnage special. special. We're small enough that everybody knows each other, but new people keep coming in, and they're really make, they make the place a little more lively and, and, and even more welcoming. I don't know how else to express it. Yeah, that's, I think that's a really good way to express it. All right. Thank you, Ray. You're welcome, Tyler. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you at the convention. You've been listening to Carnage Cast, a production of NNEG LLC. All rights reserved. For more information, visit us at www.carnagecon.com.